In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Here's your top story. Indiana Michigan Power's Cook Nuclear Plant Unit 2 is beginning its 26th refueling outage tomorrow at 3 a.m. Power on Unit 2 was cut Wednesday to allow for equipment testing before the outage begins. Upgrades will also be done to the feed water heater control system, modification to the plant air compressor control system, and multiple piping bellows replacements on the moisture separator reheater system. Utility is bringing in over 1,100 contracted workers to help the 1,000-member staff during the outage. The length of the refueling outage is not disclosed due to competitive reasons. Unit 1 will say at full capacity no power issues are predicted due to the work. Alliance for the Great Lakes, a nonprofit dedicated to cleaning and protecting the Great Lakes, has announced it surpassed 500,000 pounds of litter removed from beaches and shorelines across the lakes through its Adopt-A-Beach program. Nearly 9 million pieces of litter were picked up by 200,000 volunteers since the program began tracking its litter collection in 2003. Volunteer engagement manager Julian Krupa says she's encouraged by the number of people committed to helping the Great Lakes thrive. I got a chance this summer to travel a bit around the Great Lakes region, and I was really filled with a lot of hope at like how many Great Lakes advocates are out there. This number really makes me think of all those people that, that care about the Great Lakes and their local communities. On the flip side, she says that amount of litter means there's a lot more work to do. It's a huge worrying number. Perhaps the most worrying part is that really it's a drop in the bucket to the amount of plastic pollution that enters the the Great Lakes each year. Krupa, however, says she is excited about the opportunity reaching this goal presents in terms of shining a spotlight on the magnitude of the issue. To hear more about the nonprofit and how to make a change in your local community and beyond, you can visit greatlakes.org. The new Veteran Services Building in Van Buren County has held its grand opening. It was yesterday at 11 a.m. at 226 East Michigan Avenue in Pawpaw. The new facility is in the Old Time Capsule Museum in downtown. It offers a single-level entry for disabled veterans and their families. It has a common area for veterans to sit down and do networking. A computer center is also available for people to use va.gov and other Veterans Affairs websites. It has the ability for people to conduct telehealth appointments and do Zoom meetings for the VA Appeals Court, saving people time and expenses doing those appointments. The new center has been done with unanimous support of the Van Buren County Board of Commissioners. A program providing police protection to rural neighborhoods will now have a permanent and stable funding source. Legislation from Representative David Martin of Davison will dedicate a portion of liquor taxes already collected by the state to the road patrol program. It's a win-win. Uh, we'll get permanent funding for the Sheriff's Road Patrol, so they'll know their budget for vehicle replacement, uh, salaries for uh, how many deputies they can have on the road, uh, be much more consistent. And they won't know, they'll have a guaranteed stream rather than knowing year to year if they're going to get enough $10 tickets. Martin says secondary road patrols are a significant asset in protecting rural Michigan residents, and the program has been funded by a surcharge in traffic tickets. Governor Whitmer signed the legislation into law this week. The State House has held a hearing to get the views of experts regarding making sure that the upcoming elections are held in a safe and fair manner. Don Palmer is on the Elections Assistance Commission on the national level. He offered up some advice on how local municipalities can ensure election integrity. I think that building a partnership between state and locals um, for aggressive and consistent addressless maintenance um, looking at your functions at the state level and interaction with state agencies to ensure that it's using the latest technology that's pure, that's accurate, and that your systems have been upgraded. Palmer says, unfortunately, the reality is that state agencies typically do not receive the funding that they need to keep their systems completely up to date. Stephanie Mason is out as a director of St. Joseph's Maud Preston Polensky Memorial Library. She submitted a resignation letter effective immediately this week. Library Board has named Assistant Director Paula Starkey as the interim director. 
Mason spent the last 27 years in library and information services work with the past 12 as a director of the library in St. Joseph. She said in a letter she's proud of the accomplishments done since she became the director. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney.